Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal. I bet that the majority of people who listen to this podcast don't know what actually makes them tick. Do you want to find out? Take a listen. So what makes you feel alive? What makes you tick? What makes you want to get up in the morning and go do something? What makes you feel energized or excited? What's your motivation for even being alive? Do you know? Because most people honestly don't. Now, take away the obvious stuff. Take away sex. Take away eating. Take away vacations or trips to amusement parks. Watching movies or television. Playing video games. Take away your big leisure activities. And what do you have left? The answer is what should or shouldn't make you tick. If you take away those obvious pleasure activities, outside of those, what is the thing that brings you happiness or brings you joy? What is the thing that makes you tick? Most people honestly don't know. And that's why there's so much rampant mental illness in our country. That's why there's so much depression and anxiety because people are not in line mentally with the things that actually bring them happiness or bring them joy or, or make them feel alive. It's kind of like a zombie nation, right? When I think about the workforce in this country, I think about a nation of zombies. Because look, if you take any animal and put it in a cage and lock it up for long periods of time, its personality is going to change. It's going to get depressed. It's going to get anxious. It might even get mean. You could totally change an animal's personality by locking it up. So when you, what you do for a living or the thing that you spend the most, you know, the majority of your time doing, when that is not in line with who you really are or what your heart's desires are or what makes you tick and it goes against those things, it's going to have the same effect because you've created an actual, you've created a mental prison. You've created a box around your life where you are not, you are not in line with your true self. So at some point in our modern civilization, there was a disconnect There was a big time disconnect in this country and in the world where the thing that you were the best at or the thing that you really wanted to do or what truly made you happy somehow ended up not being the thing that you did for money because earning money became more important than doing what you were meant to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about dream jobs. I'm not talking about like when you were a kid, you played baseball and you dreamed of being on the Yankees. And so you're not playing for the Yankees so you can never be happy. I'm talking about for everybody, and you might not have found it yet, and that's, that might be a big part of why you're not even aware of it, but for everybody, there's a purpose. Back in the day, it was easier. I mean, before our time, you go back, like, there was guys that enjoyed working with metal. They would be a fucking blacksmith. There were people that enjoyed making shit out of cloth, and they would be seamstresses, and they would be, you know, they would make clothes and things like that. There were people who really enjoyed making shoes and they would be the shoemaker or the shoe repair person. There were people who enjoyed working with their hands in the dirt and planting and farming and so they would be farmers. 
there were people who enjoyed working with animals and meat and so they would be farmers also or maybe butchers or grocers or different things but people just kind of went towards what they were good at and usually if you're good at something most of the time you probably enjoy it because to be good at something requires doing it right i mean there's sure there's a there's such thing as natural ability i'm sure that if michael jordan had never played basketball he still would have had a natural ability to play basketball but if he didn't love doing it he wouldn't have gotten into it and practiced and become the best in the same regard there's something that everybody gravitates towards something that they feel alive when they're doing for some people it's a sport and it could be an athletic thing somebody just i swim man i feel alive when i swim or i run or whatever for some people the thing that makes them feel the most alive becomes a leisure activity because they realistically can't do it for a living most people are not going to be able to run for a living so if you love running you love running in marathons and 5ks and you just you feel alive when you run that's great but making a living at that might not be practical so you might have to take another job but if you love running you probably love other athletics you probably love all of the lifestyle and the things that go with athletics so you certainly could make a career in athletics you certainly could surround yourself with things that have to do with being athletic or running or exercise or fitness or whatever but for most people they really don't know what makes them tick and so like i talked about you put yourself in a cage you build this mental prison where just like a dog locked in a cage all the time would be unhappy you're unhappy because at some point you made a decision that you were going to do the thing that was quotations practical to support yourself rather than doing the thing that you really wanted to do or maybe at the time like a lot of people you didn't have any direction and you actually weren't sure what you wanted to do because you never tried anything you didn't have enough time to try some shit all of a sudden you're 19 years old you're going right off to college you're trying to pick a major first of all you're trying to pick a major at 19 years old when you don't even know what the fuck the world is yet you haven't even gone into a bar and had a legal drink you probably haven't traveled much outside of the, the town that you live in or the state that you live in or whatever family vacations you might have gone on as a kid so at 19 years old you don't know dick about the world but yet you're making a decision that affects the rest of your life like hello i'm 19 i'm gonna be a pharmacist really are you gonna be a pharmacist because your dad was a pharmacist are you gonna be a pharmacist because someone told you there was great money in it and it, it was a great paying job and you'd have a good life i doubt that at 19 years old any person would know without a shadow of a doubt that they want to be a fucking pharmacist those are the kind of jobs that people fall into because they pay well because they're prestigious because there's always a demand for them. easy to get a job as a pharmacist there's always going to be a pharmacy that needs a pharmacist makes sense it's practical great what about what makes you tick now listen I am not saying that there aren't plenty of people that work jobs that maybe they're not extremely passionate about that don't have really happy lives. Lots of people do because I can tell you there's probably millions of pharmacists out there that have passion projects and hobbies and side gigs and things they do to fulfill themselves, which is a big part of what we're going to talk about in this podcast is getting fulfillment on the side of your career, like your side chick. You get your fulfillment somewhere else and you still do the job. That's okay too. As long as you're balancing yourself as a person and you feel happy with where you're at, then don't let me or anybody else tell you otherwise. You're doing it right. But the reality is at 19 years old, you can't make a fucking decision for the rest of your life on what you want to be when you grow up. So most of these people, they're going into college at this age. All of a sudden, they're 23, 
24 years old. They're graduating from college with a degree in something that they probably picked out of a hat. Their motivation to go to college is probably more so about the experience, going to concerts, getting high, getting drunk, screwing around with, with girls and boys, etc., etc. And that that's the reality of what college is. Now you're, you're a fucking adult. You're 24. You're coming out of college with your four-year degree. You're an adult. Now what? Now you're supposed to go out in the world and get a job. And if you're lucky, you actually get a job and you start climbing through that mountain of student debt and all that bullshit. But now you're just in a job and the job, right? The job affords you your lifestyle. So let's talk about how you've become a slave to society and a slave to your job and your bank account before you're even old enough to make a decision on and find out what actually makes your fucking dick hard, what actually makes you tick. You don't even know yet. And you're already forced in. Here's how it goes. Real quick. 24 years old, fresh out of college, in a field that you weren't 100% sure of or you might have taken for practical reasons to begin with. I'm going to use the pharmacist again as an example. Fuck it. I'm going to use a communications degree. It's more broad. It doesn't matter. It's just for the story purpose. But I'm going to use a communications degree. Communications degree, that's a broad degree that a lot of people pick just because they don't really know what the fuck they want to do. So they pick that. Now you get a job in some company as an HR assistant and it's in a pretty big company so the starting salary is $70,000 a year plus benefits. You're 24 years old, $70,000 a year seems like a lot of money so you take the job. It's got advancement, it's a big company, whatever. As soon as you get into the job you realize, well holy shit, I've been broke most of my life because I've been a fucking kid, right? I just got out of college where I ate ramen noodles and slept in a fucking dorm room with no rent that my parents paid for or maybe student loans paid for or financial aid paid for and so I didn't have to pay for anything. Maybe you worked a couple you know, odds and ends shifts at a bagel shop or a pizza shop or a coffee shop so you'd have some spending cash to which you, you used for marijuana and alcohol while you were in college. Now you're 24, you're a fucking adult. You go out and now you have $70,000 a year. So guess what? You realize that you can afford some shit. Well, all kinds of shit as a matter of fact. You can get a car. You're going to need a car most likely unless you live in a big city. You're going to need a car so you can get around. So you get a, you get a new car get something respectable. You get a fucking Toyota or a Volkswagen or some mid-grade economy car and you get a nice fucking car payment that comes with that car. Somewhere between three and $500 a month most likely. Now then you get an apartment, but you can get a little better apartment. You don't have to dorm it anymore. So now you can get a nice one or two bedroom apartment and you got a nice $1,500 to $2,000 a month apartment bill and then utilities and then some credit cards where you're going to need some nice new clothes. And you see the pattern you start filling your life with shit, shit that you think you need. And in some regards, you need some of it, but you think you need it. So now you're hooked on this fucking job. You see, now the job has its hooks in you. You need the job because you need the shit. You need the car, you need the apartment. So now you're stuck because you have to earn X amount of dollars to afford the stuff you have and giving up the stuff that's unacceptable by society's standards. You don't want to lose because then you look like you're a fucking loser. You lose the apartment or you have to give up the car or whatever it is. You're not going to make the 99% of people are not going to make that hard choice to go chase the thing that they really want by sacrificing the stuff that they have. So now you're hooked. You're hooked on the job. You're 24 years old and you are already hooked and there's nothing you can do about it. This isn't the case for everyone. Not everyone's in this position. Some people are definitely not in that position. But for a big majority of people, 
This is how life starts. You're a child. You're in high school. All of a sudden, you're in college. All of a sudden, you're out of college. You're an adult. Now you've got a job. You get some things that you think that you need. Some of the stuff maybe you do need, but at what level you need it. And you still haven't even taken the time to figure out what makes you tick. So back to the original content, the original subject matter of this podcast. What makes you tick? And if you don't know, here's the first piece of advice. If you're not 100% sure, then you need to go try some shit. You need to get out there and try a bunch of shit. If you have some passions, try your hand at them. Most people don't believe that they can turn their passions into a career, that they can make money doing the things they like. And then for those people who feel that way, I can show you hundreds of people who play video games professionally. I can show you hundreds of people who eat and drink for a living. They're called food critics. <laughs> I can show you hundreds of people who jump out of airplanes and skydive for a living. I can show you hundreds of people, thousands of people who play music for a living. I can show you thousands and thousands of people from all over the world that do all kinds of fun and exciting passion things for their job and get paid well to do it. Could you imagine doing the thing that you really love or that makes you feel alive or connected with yourself and the universe doing that thing for a living well that's a real possibility but for most people it's not reality so if you don't know what makes you tick go try some shit forget about the fact that you have a job that you need to pay your bills maybe you're supporting a family maybe making those kinds of hard hard turns right now isn't going to work for you but no one said you had to make a hard turn that brings us to the other point that i touched on earlier which is some people find fulfillment with their side gig, right? Hobbies, passion projects, you've all heard those terms, but they're super important, especially if the thing that you have to do for a living you're not crazy about. I would imagine, I couldn't say for sure, but I would imagine that if you were a cleaning person, right? Let's say you were a person that cleaned hotel rooms. Maybe you had a nice job with a big hotel chain and you provided cleaning services. Even if it was a good paying job, even if it supplied your needs and you had good benefits and paid vacation and all that fun shit, I would imagine that it wouldn't be something that anyone would be too passionate about. I've never met too many people that would be extremely passionate about doing custodial work. I could be wrong. There could be somebody out there who takes cleaning to a whole new fucking level and they get passionate about it. They've got some cleaning OCD and they just love to scrub. For that person, God bless you. For everyone else that works a job like that, probably not what makes you tick, right? It's not what turns you on for sure. So if you have a job like that or any other field that you might work in where you don't feel fulfilled by your job, it's just a job for a paycheck, it is extremely important that you do one of two things. Either one, find what you're passionate about and go do that for a living. Fuck what society thinks. Fuck what your parents think. Fuck what your friends think. Forget about embarrassment because there's no such thing as embarrassment. Embarrassment is being ashamed of something that you've done or said. And unless you've done something universally wrong, 
like used a racial slur or put somebody down or hurt someone's feelings or hurt someone intentionally, unless you've done something that is worthy of embarrassment, giving up your overpriced shitty car or moving out of the big house to downgrade to us, none of those things are a factor for embarrassment. So either go do the thing that you're passionate about for a living and make whatever sacrifices financially you might need to make to make that happen, or two, indulge your passions as a side project or a hobby. Maybe you work as the cleaning person at the hotel and that job is just a job, but maybe your real passion is playing the guitar, so you start playing the guitar on Friday or Saturday nights at a local bar or a music venue or just for your own amusement, if you did it as like a side gig, you might even be able to get paid for doing it or just did it as a hobby where you spent a substantial amount of your free time engaged in that. Maybe you're the same cleaning person, but your hobby is fishing or your passion is being out on the water. So then I would say spend as much fucking time on a lake or a river or in the ocean or sitting from the shore casting your rod into the water as much as you can because if you don't you are killing yourself rotting yourself from the inside out this is advice that i have to practice what i preach in many cases because i work so fucking much that i sometimes forget to be a person and enjoy some of my hobbies granted i like to work For me, the work that I do is my passion. It is what makes me tick. It is what makes me wake up in the morning and want to go live. I love the work that I do. I love being creative. I love inventing things and ideas and consulting and giving advice and all that kind of stuff that I do. I love it. So for me, my job is not a grind. It's high stress. It's high impact. I never ever work less than 14 hours in a day and I very rarely work less than seven days a week it's almost impossible to get me to take a vacation because when I vacation quotations I'm working the whole time if I have access to a cell phone I'm working if I have access to the internet and any device that can process the internet then I'm working it's just that simple I can't help myself so for me that's a passion they're long days. It's stressful. It absolutely wears me out mentally and physically, but I get up the next day excited about doing it again because I can't wait for what tomorrow is going to bring. I can't wait to win again. I can't wait to do the next fucking thing on my list. Not everybody's like that. Not everybody's fortunate enough to be living their passion. So one of those two options needs to happen in order for you to be a complete person because I've got news for you. Your life is short. Even if you get 100 years, that's short. 100 years, man, that's, that's, that would be considered a really long life by today's standards. But all things considered, it's a short amount of time in the big scheme of the universe. And you're only here once. And out of 100 years, how many of those years are going to be active years where you have full use of your body and your mind? 65, 70 years if you're lucky, right? before you're too old to do some of the things you love to do, to be too active, to engage in sports, jump out of a fucking airplane, 
scuba diving, ride a jet ski, ride a bicycle, ride a skateboard. You don't have unlimited amounts of time to do these things. So if you're not drawing passion from your career, you have to find out what makes you tick and and do it as a side gig or switch your, your career, switch your job. Now, maybe you know what your passion is. Maybe you know what would make you tick or what you think would make you tick, but you just haven't had the balls to do it. I'm begging of you, do it. What's more important to you? If you're listening to this podcast, I can almost guarantee you that you're probably not independently wealthy. You're probably not a multimillionaire, right? You're most likely not a billionaire. You probably have to work for a living. Ask yourself this question, and this is how I'm going to end this podcast. Ask yourself this very simple question. What is more important to you in your life? Being middle class, driving a new Toyota Corolla, living in a modest home, and having decent things at the cost of having to go to a job that you don't like every single day for 30 or 40 years of your life so that by the time you retire, you're pretty much too old to enjoy most of the stuff that you've bought and finding out at the end of your life that when you go to retire, you will live at half the level that you lived when you were working because your retirement plan and your social security just isn't enough to sustain you at the same level. Or is it more important to be truly happy, to be truly fulfilled, to live a life full of passion and the things that really make you happy and really make you tick? That's the question you have to ask yourself. So get out there. Figure out what makes you tick. Figure out what your passion is. If you don't know, try a bunch of shit. Get some hobbies. Experience new things. Break your mold and get out there and try some new things. If you know what it is, Start making moves to incorporate that thing into your life, either as a hobby or a side job, a part-time thing, or if you're ballsy enough, if you think you have the brass for it, do it as your main job and get the fuck out of whatever you're doing now. If you're already living your passion and you're more concerned about the fact that it's not lining up to your needs or your desires financially, work harder and be patient. It's not going to come overnight. Nothing great does. I am 20 years into my career and I've been all over the place. Started as a musician playing music. Then I was a songwriter and a record producer producing music and writing music. Then I left and I went out and started an ad agency and became a marketer. And I I took jobs for big companies and I was a corporate consultant for marketing and branding. Then I came back into the music industry as an executive and I owned my own record label and I was an artist manager and I managed talent. And then I left that again and then I was a concert promoter and I promoted concerts all over the country and festival production and then I left the music business altogether and I got into restaurants. Then I got back out of restaurants and I left restaurants and I went back into formal business and I opened cash for gold jewelry stores and and an ad agency that I spoke about and consulting firm. And the point is, is I fucking bounced around like a bouncy ball for years all over the place, 20 years of building businesses and a career to figure out how to hone in on my passions. And then once I honed in, how to make sure that I could make money doing it. And there was a lot of broke years and a lot of struggling years and a lot of fucking super average middle-class years to get to this point. And I'm still going, man. I'm still, I'm fucking young. You're young. You have plenty of time, but don't waste what you have. That's it for today. Have a great week, guys. Follow me on all social media at The Real Zach Neal. DM me on Instagram if you ever want to chat. Until we speak again, goodbye.